to Who Corner to Corner podcast. This is a very sombre episode of our podcast as we're here tonight to discuss the death of Clara Oswald. <laughs> if you have been listening to our podcast before, you'll know that I'm a big fan of Miss, uh, Miss Oswald and uh, her death hit me so very, very hard. But of course, she's not really dead, is she? The Doctor saved her, and we caught up with her at the end of the Witchfinder's Target novel, which I'm sure we'll discuss a bit later. Good evening. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by... Hi, Jeff. How are you um, feeling? Well, uh, um, you know, uh, quite, well, quite happy to be discussing Clara. Are you but, you sad? Know, sad that, uh, you know, we have to talk about her dying, mm. but uh, it's fine, because she's still still alive, yeah. really. So, and... She, she does, forever, does live so. forever, yeah. She, it's a Stephen Moffat death, yeah, don't forget. Yeah. You know, and they don't really no. count as actual deaths. Yeah, that's true. They count as tempor- temporary suspensions in order to build up some kind of tension and suspense for some weird kind of timey-wimey payoff <laughs> a few episodes yeah, later. Yeah. Or even in the next episode. Or even the same episode. Yeah, yeah you know, no, no. Os, anyway, Os yes. So, sad times. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> sad times. Death of Clara, your yeah, favourite. Yeah, so uh, she's my favourite tie with Yaz, I think. Um, and uh, probably depends mm. what episode I'm watching as to who is the actual favourite at that, <laughs> that moment in time. So, oh. we were thinking a while ago about what topics we could cover for upcoming episodes and this Mm. was suggested, I can't remember whether you or I or maybe even someone else um, threw it out there but I thought any excuse to talk about I think you've always wanted to do an episode (laughs) focusing focusing on Clara haven't you and I, you you wanted to do the Clara thing and I thought it would be a great idea to do the whole end trilogy of of the end of series 9 because I kind of like it, and I wanted to talk about the themes and all of that, and then you're like, yeah, that's a great idea, and Clara. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow it's just suddenly become all about yeah. Clara. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> which, which is much like the show itself, really. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about Clara. So we, we decided that we would <laughs> tackle Face the Raven, uh, Heaven Sent, and Hellbent, uh, and, and discuss those. So we've put a number of posts out on Twitter and ask people for their opinions on Mm. Clara and on the uh, individual episodes as well that we're looking at. And we had a really big response to this, actually, particularly the um, tweet uh, today asking about Clara, kind of all all day long, pinging off and and things coming in. So we've had a number of voice notes sent in from uh, listeners uh, through SpeakPipe, which is a voice note recording platform, uh, speakpipe.com slash who c to c so you can go and record a short voice note. Um, So anytime we've got an episode coming up that you want to contribute a comment to you can leave it or you can send in a question for a guest or just you send us a send us feedback um so by all means please do that we'd, we'd love to hear yeah. people and be able to feature it in the show so um yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, particularly feedback which says dear who corner to corner i think paul is amazing and jeff is a knob <laughs> that that sort of feedback is great i love that so just send loads of that in that'd be great yeah, yeah please do do that yeah you might even get a badge uh, and, uh, <laughs> Paul's n- <laughs> knob bad. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, come on, so, to the point. I, where I, are we at? What's going on? I remember when Jenna was announced as uh, you know going to be joining Doctor Who. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I've never seen her in, um, uh, was it Emmerdale she was in? Never, uh, yeah, never seen her in anything Emmerdale before, she but yeah. she looks cool, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. And then 
I, as you might know if you listen to the podcast before, I love a good surprise. And when she popped up in Asylum of the Daleks, I almost fell off my sofa because I thought, what the hell? Mm. She's not due to appear till That's Christmas right time or something. So they, yes. they kept that really Indeed. secret. And yet here it she is, is, in a red yes. dress, cooking souffles and things. And living inside a Dalek. Daleks. Yeah. Um, Mad. Insane, crazy, desperate dance. Yes. So it was. Uh, and you're thinking, what's that all about? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I love the uh, Impossible Girl uh, storyline. And, you know, I'll be honest. Glad someone did. <laughs> Clara at that point was probably more of a kind yes. of mystery box puzzle type thing than, than a you know fully fleshed out character. Mm. Um, and then in, in series uh, eight and nine with. with uh, Peter, she was, um, you know, really kind of enriched. Lots and, of other different characters. Deepened, yeah, uh, and, and, and yeah, you know, she she came back in a number of uh, different personas, yeah. So I, I really liked Jenna. I, I thought she was excellent in the show. Mm. She superbly held her own uh, against uh, Capaldi, and in the yes. other things that she's done alongside. Uh, mm. What did I say? Opposite, alongside. Um, with with um, mini series like The Cry, uh, which was. Um, really uh, quite an emotional kind of thriller about the uh, sort of accident, accidental death of the, the, the couple's baby um, and we yes. we were talking before we went on air that Paul's not a big fan of that kind of uh, you know emotional you know oh, stuff and I'll be honest yeah hard. I'm not you know I'm not really either I uh, I tend to like more positive and upbeat stuff I don't mind a bit of darkness and a bit of emotion and stuff but it, 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 it's got to be a certain type, to be honest, and, and sort of somewhat light in some ways, you know, and, and so something about that is, is quite a dark, you know, thing. Um, but I thought, well, I'll watch it because it's got Jenna in it, and she was just amazing in it, you know, really kind of mm -hmm. layered, uh, you know, performance with, full of grief and anger yeah. and, you know, uh, all, all sorts of stuff, you know, not, not at all cheerful. And, and then in Wilderness, uh, which she did where she's, um, she accidentally kills someone and then is sort of trying to uh, um, get away with it, basically, uh, is, the, is the plot. Uh, she's also excellent in that um, and uh, another kind of, you know, multifaceted performance there. Um, so, uh, yeah, big fan of Jenna. I really like her. I'd quite like to see her do something um, a bit lighter. You know, in Doctor Who, she gets to do uh, or got to do, you know, the, the dramatic stuff as well as kind of lighter-hearted moments as well. Um, mm -hmm. So she's, she tends to veer towards the sort of more dramatic uh, stuff. Obviously, she, she, I think she's excellent at it, and it comes kind of maybe not easy to her, but, you know, she, she does a great job. But it'd be, it'd be nice to see her do something... You know, lighter at, at some point, bit, bit comical perhaps, because I think she's got the chops for that. Anyway, I'm uh, um, going on about Jenna now. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we were going to talk um, about Face the Raven, uh, which is the the, the first part mm. of the kind of end trilogy of, of series nine. Yes. So. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, essentially, um, Riggsy, who was a, a friend of uh, Clara and the Doctor from Series 8 in Flatline, uh, he calls up um, Clara in the TARDIS. He's got the TARDIS's number from her. And he's been... Uh, he's awoken to find uh, his memories are missing and he's got a strange tattoo on the back of his neck that's yeah. counting down. I mean, who hasn't woken up in those cir circumstances? No idea what happened yesterday, but I got this flipping weird tattoo on the back of my neck. Yeah, but if... 
Who if, hasn't if done that? If you haven't done that, no? tweet us in and tell us. <laughs> so... So the doctor's not, you know, needless to say, the doctor's like, whatever. Well, he is kind of, he? yeah. He's, he's not, you know, firstly, why is, why is, what, what does yeah, he call him? Um, he's, he's got a note from, hasn't he? Knowledge. Local knowledge. Yeah, why is local knowledge ringing up the TARDIS phone? That's yeah. only for emergencies. And so what? He's got a yeah. tattoo on the back I, of his I, I wrote that um, yeah, he like kind of deal. doesn't care, the, the doctor. and he, he, he No, he doesn't. No, this this doctor doesn't care about the, things um, like that. He's, 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 he's like... Tom Baker in the Pyramids yeah. of Mars, isn't he? He's kind of only he's got yeah. his eye in the bigger picture. He's a he's a wanderer in the fourth dimension. You know, he walks in eternity, not in yes. somebody's yeah. flat. Yeah, he, he's sort of not interested. And I almost got the feeling that he mm. sort of not necessarily knew about the uh, the um, you know the Raven element. I can't remember what they they call it now, but. Um, yeah, the quantum, quantum shape, but the, the tattoo counting down was going to be, you know, there was basically nothing he could do about it, and um, he, he gets the uh, cue cards out, doesn't he, again, at this point, which we haven't seen for a while. Yeah, uh, a and um, Rigsy says, mm. what's he doing? Clark says he's, he's trying to be nice, uh, you know, how, how to tell you. Yeah, you, try, try yeah, and find a way to break yeah. the bad news. Or and that's where you've got the feeling at this point that the, the Doctor uh, didn't really care, knew there was nothing he could do about it, and then sort of puts it on the oh okay let's go and see what we can do here and you know try and save you you know he does well yeah. that's exactly he's, what he does isn't it yeah he's like you know let's go through the yeah. motions you know i'll make, make it look as though i'm you know there's, there's, make it look as though there mm. is something to be done but then he becomes engaged in the whole mystery of the, the he does, and also the he? um he gets the gallifreyan symbols come up didn't he on the screen uh in in the tardis so it's that and then you know the trap street and this episode is it's a bit like um in some ways fugitive of the jadoon in that it starts off kind of one way and you think it's just a kind of a bit of a you know mm. semi-light romp looking for the trap street and then of course it takes a you know turn you know after that darker turn turn. and it really is Mm. uh, quite dark so you know the whole bit of looking for the trap street and that um that concept of kind of hidden streets is is good fun and i love that bit where uh the car was hanging out the tardis trying to look down at at london i mean it's like it's totally unnecessary they probably didn't need to do that but it was great fun and she was loving it and it just further kind of reinforces this stuff about uh clara basically being kind of reckless and and dangerous and and rigsy says she was enjoying that way too much and i think she's got a death wish or something a death wish yeah. yeah and you know i i really liked the character of clara because i thought that um she was smart and confident and and brave and she mm. kind of held her own you know really well against the doctor and and kind of i think all the companions do really but she kind of wasn't afraid particularly um in series eight and nine she wasn't afraid to uh you know stand up for herself and kind of challenge him and, and confront him and mm. you know there's, there's people have sort of said oh it's, it's clara who and you know she was you know dr clara and stuff and i think it was probably well, it was clearly intentional that that, that was how she was developed to yeah. uh, really take a companion down that road of kind of idolising the Doctor, but but really wanting to, you know, be like uh, the Doctor. And you, and you look at like Yaz with what would the Doctor do? That's you know a s- sort of mm. inspirational thing. Uh, uh, you know, I want to sort of be like the Doctor, whereas Clara kind of wants to be the Doctor, and there's there's a difference there. And um, 
she yeah, uh, gets increasingly um, kind of bolshy and, like I said, brave and, and, and reckless and sort of you, you see it again at the start of this episode. There's an unseen adventure that happens as they crash in, you know, they, they fall into the TARDIS at the beginning and, mm. you know, the Doctor's nearly married a humanoid plant thing and Clara's done this, that and the other and she's absolutely <laughs> yes. loving it. You, you can tell he's a little bit like, you know, mm. we should probably put the brakes on a bit here. Um, and... You know, in yeah, this there's, episode, there's a change in his expression somewhere there, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, he's starting to, uh, uh, you know, think perhaps this this is all going a bit bit far, and um, you know, she's getting kind of mm. too carried away with it, and that's paid off a bit later when he he said he he has a he had a duty of care to her, and and he sort of feels like he's he's let her down, and um, you know, it made me think a bit about thirteen again, and how she gets all her companions home. In one piece, which which is actually in, certainly in New Who quite unusual. Most of the other companions have had some sort of tragic mm. ending, haven't they? Whether it's been stuck in a parallel world or you know, having your memory wiped or going back in time and you know being displaced yeah. and all that. It's really only Martha that had a kind of you know happy ending in that she chose to to leave. You know, um, so. Uh, yeah, that the Clara's being, you know, kind of really reckless and everything here, and she thinks when they discover the the claws that the um, countdown tattoo on Riggsy can be can be given and taken by someone else, um, you, you can see that she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that, and and I've always felt Clara was quite kind as well, um, and she she'll take it because it's. A, a kind of a kind mm. thing to do and it helps him and it's the right she, thing to do it's the right thing to do a doctory thing to do but you, you she's like yeah, yeah mm. i'll take it it's fine the doctor will sort it out we'll, we'll be all right and then when she finds out later you're fucked um i still think she's really brave about it and she kind <laughs> of accepts you know uh oh well you know she mm. well, she's got no choice really has she like, you know She's, well, she hasn't. There's she, nothing she's kind they of done can do the deed, about it, and now she's got to yeah. serve her time. That's that's it. There's no, yeah. There's nothing and, and she, she's the doctor, quite, or the um, can do. No, she's quite accepting of it, um, and um, mm. you know, she says, "Let me be brave. Let me be brave." Uh, and she, you know, really was kind of right. I wouldn't until be, the, to be honest. I'd, I'd be screaming around no. in my underpants, looking for desperately clawing at the walls, trying to figure a way out of this. I, I yeah, I wouldn't well, go and for all I mean, that. If, Soppy mush that that she comes out with at the end. If Doctor I was, be brave. Um, don't go on the revenge quest. It's not worth it. It's only me. Yeah. Well, all of that as well. You, in that whole it's a testament to the there. strength of her character. She's not a weak sap like I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, if I was in her situation, I don't think the first thing I'd do would be stripped down to my pants. But if that's what you'd do, mate, then that's a, that's absolutely fine. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. On my day, I've got my death day all planned. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've got no, no trousers They on are going to be very stuff, good quality pants though <laughs> No, but I tell you they're, they're quality pants These are pants like you've never seen They are mega pants Sorry, anyway, I'm bringing the tone down a little bit You crack on There's a, there's a merch idea there me mega pants with our faces on. Who corner to corner pants, as worn by your co-host Paul. <laughs> yes, we've even Just, laundered them for you, but not too they much. Are second, they are second hand. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. That that bit there with enough. Peter. Come on, back back yeah. back on topic. Come on, this is getting good. I was I was listening to this. I was oh really? Okay. This. I thought you'd switched off. I'll just sort of carry on. Um, yeah. So when no, she no, talks to the doctor on, there, she talks to the doctor there at the towards the mm. end, and they. 
they've both realised there's, there's nothing they can do and this is her destiny uh, uh, by her own making and like you just said she is more focused on him and and almost kind of you know don't mm. don't go on a revenge quest don't become a monster that that sort of thing uh, and and it made me think a bit like about the war doctor and kind of don't turn back into that yeah because you know? he's saying old, yeah, old and the burn time lord victorious that, like tenant the 10th doctor at yeah, the end yeah. when he goes off on his own he, he yeah clara's right he, he doesn't do being on his own no. very well and he's saying in the modern series at least anyway no that's true and he's saying to uh, you know Ashilda I'll bring the Daleks and the Cybermen and all all of that and I'll rain fire down on this place and she's you know telling him not to and it kind of parallels quite nicely with her uh, appearance in Listen when she goes back to when he's a young boy in the um, in the shed do you remember where I've always felt that Clara is probably the Mm. Doctor's most important companion of of them all because of the impact she had while she's his companion because like she's never heard of since but you know apparently that's the yeah, well he doesn't really remember uh after the, the end mm. of uh, the series nine does he um but you know she was there when he was a uh, you know young lad upset and she was t- t- talking to him about fear as a superpower and things and, mm. and kind of putting him on that path to, to be where he is today and she's been there you know with the other incarnations at pivotal points and all of that so you know I always felt that she was you know kind of important in shaping who the doctor mm. was and then you know at the end of her life there just trying to shape you know who he should be going forward um and uh, mm. that, I've, I've sort of completely bypassed most of the stuff with um, the, the trap stream stuff, uh, and we can come out to that. But I, th- I thought that the whole relationship between um, Peter and Jenna across their two series was so nicely mm. done. They, they clearly off screen were, were great friends. You know, seen them. Uh, you know, I think he's he's yeah. been to see our shows in London. She's been to see him on filming sets and stuff like that. And they're obviously still pals. And you know, I, I think you know they they obviously really liked each other off screen and, and on screen. I think the relationship mm. between between the two of them it was uh, you know spiky at times. You know, they they fall out at one point. She leaves, and uh, you know they argue and bicker and stuff like that. But uh, you know, you see. Um, you know just how much she means to him, in, particularly in series eight, when mm. uh, you know when Danny's died and she's got the keys of the TARDIS and she's going to throw them into the lava, and he says, "You know, do you think you you mean that little to me?" That you know, and uh, you know when they hug at the end of the series eight, do you remember? And and uh, they're both lying to each other, and, mm-hmm. and oh, it's awful. It's so yeah. sad, you know. Um, so yeah, the, the 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 way they play this scene in in the little house there together uh peter's superb in it you know the the look on his face when he realizes that you know it's over for her he's he just plays it brilliantly i think even now i I just watched it uh, earlier uh it's still really affecting and really powerful it's it's beautifully done anyway i'm waffling here so yeah i'm a a huge fan of their pairing (laughs) that's right Uh, and and, um, (laughs) jenna i I texted you the other day and after your um uh, uh, spouting of knowledge about pyramids and Mars, I said I'm going to try to show my <laughs> my cred, 
when we talk about Face the Raven, but it's mostly just turned into a, yeah. a Jenna. And, and, fest. and you made you made a, a load of crap Mick Jagger jokes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's all. I made a whole yeah. load of crass pants jokes by return. So there you <laughs> yeah, go. There we go. So. Um, <laughs> so and Traps, um, Face the Raven and, and Trap Street in itself, uh, I think is, I love the, the concept of that. I like that that little... It's a nice yeah, idea. Yeah, it is. Mm. You know, the there's probably mileage in there for, for more stuff like that, you know, more Trap Street things. Um, and I like that there's all the sort of perception. Mm, maybe, yeah. I, I think the mystery of it... Sorry, I think the mystery of it works once. Depends what you can do there. It's, it's Yeah, you know, I do, it's, I, uh, well... It's a nice idea. Work yeah. once, I think. What else could you do with it? I mean, you could hide yeah. all kinds of things in the trap. Yeah, street, so that's I kind suppose. of you yeah, know, this idea of a mm. dimensional trap street as opposed to the cartographer's trap, yes. trap street. Yeah, that's so, sort of more. I would hate for it to become yeah. overused. You know what I mean? It's like there's another trap street. You know, oh, there's Cybermen mm. hiding a bomb mm. in a trap street. Oh, the Daleks have got a secret base they've had for like twenty thousand years in a trap street. You know, it's like it's yeah. It, it, all it, right. It, it's nice the first time because it's nice and original. We haven't seen it. It's a refugee mm. camp for aliens. We get to see how aliens kind of view the human species as a little bit predatory and dangerous and it's a little bit of kind of social mm. commentary and stuff like that on it. Um, I'm not massively keen on it looking like a oh, really? village I, I or quite like diagonal um, alley. Great, great little spot. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's full of atmosphere. It's kind of sweet. I just don't see. I just don't see why because it's in a it's in a twenty yeah, first century kind of place. I mean, there are bits mm. of London which are like that though, which seem to retain their almost faux medieval character. We we had a we had a pub lunch in the oldest pub and then found yes, out it actually been, wasn't, uh, it was the oldest pub, but it had been burnt so, to the ground and rebuilt, yeah. so it wasn't <laughs> yeah. actually the oldest pub. And I, I think that that kind of typifies a lot of these yeah. places that are like that. You know, they're sort of like copies of old and then things. Um, so maybe there's that. I just I, I did like the the kind of the idea that you've got a medieval type village, and mm, then you've got mm, some mm. technology running through it, and some fantasy as well. The technology, the circuits mm. that you see in the streets that kind of become activated in certain ways, and uh, and the sort of glitching. Yeah, I liked sort of, those. You know, it, mm, it's all an mm. illusion anyway, so you don't yeah. really know what the whole thing looks yeah, like. Yeah, so maybe it was just a. Kind of a facade. Like that, I, I didn't. Um, I thought it was a bit because the mm. shoulder says. Uh, uh, the, the perception filters make make people make the aliens yeah. see how based you yeah. see them based on your experiences and stuff. Yeah, on your yeah. Own, your own yeah. expectations, and I think there's there's a line where she I can't remember as Doctor or Clara says something, and and the shielder goes, "Oh, is that how they mm. look to you?" So yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was quite fun they, when you, know, you know, see them. So, and oh, that's because so when you see like yeah. the um, the two guys flicker away, and there's a Cyberman being operated on on by an Ood, and uh, you know. Yeah, it's all right. It's it, I, th I thought it was a bit overdone. Like you know, show us once, maybe twice, but you know, ten thousand times, we've kind of got it. You know, we we know what's going on. We we've got it now. Stop stop doing it. You know, unless you're going to show us something new and exciting, then yeah. stop already. Just oh, we've done it. I like done it. a glitch. Um, <laughs> so good um, for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, this trap street looks the way it does because mm. it was. You know, they they say about the old maps. You know, the the um, cartographers would hide streets there, and, and so maybe it's kind of based on it being then. Mm, yeah, because they're looking at old maps. Yeah, so maps of maybe that's why. So maybe yeah. they're kind of imprinted in their heads yeah. that it was going to be a sort of medieval yeah. sort of look to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it then obviously kind of leads up to uh, Clara accepting. You know that mm. she she has to go out there and, and literally face the raven, and and it it gets. Um, you know, it's quite dramatic, really, isn't it? It swoops across the uh, street there and 
Yeah, it's nicely done. Into her yeah, and, it's a and, good raven. It's a you know, quality the, raven. The arms out, and you know you see her screaming multiple times, and then uh, you don't hear. You don't hear it. it. Yeah. You just you just hear Murray Gold doing something. Yeah, but actually, it was quite. Um, it, it it was quite well suited to it. I thought it it, it could have been. Uh, it was kind of like Adric's death. You know, when the credits mm. roll in silence at the end of Earthshock, maybe maybe that's the kind of mm. effect they were going yeah, for. Yeah, because you have a really pared-down version of Clara's theme as well in, in uh, the, the preceding section of that. Um, and then, for a moment, she stands with her mouth open, and you think, oh, no, it hasn't happened, nothing's happened. And then the smoke starts, mm. you know, pouring out, and she crumbles on the ground. Um, and and P-Cap's face in the background, oh, God, you can... You can feel and hear his heart's breaking it's uh you know uh, it's still awful to you know to watch now um and uh, i kind of forget about the riggsy stuff really by that point um <laughs> yeah. riggsy's dead to me then i don't care about riggsy yeah. by then is that um, what you're saying <laughs> and um it's just yeah, a way it, for them to get into the yeah. story in a way. I mean, it, deliberately yeah. so. That's how it's kind of plotted. You know, Shilder is mm. using Riggsy because he hasn't really yeah. killed anybody, and he, he, you know, he's actually innocent. Of course, the Doctor yeah. and Clara don't know that. You know, they think, well, they suspect they it, but they have to it, yeah. prove it. So they kind of led down this mm. fruitless kind of goose chase to, you know, solve a mystery that yeah. isn't even a mystery. You know, the the, the girl he murdered no. isn't even dead. She's she's held in suspended animation. You know, they, they, there's a key. You know, the Doctor's drawn to a lock that can only be opened yeah. by his TARDIS key and at that moment he understands yeah. that it's a trap so what I like about this story is, is, all, is all the play on the idea of this being a trap it starts as you know this idea of a trap street which is great you know, and the thing that actually mm. did happen with cartographers and then it's kind of taken a step further in that it's hiding aliens which is, which is also good you know refugee camp and all that other stuff and then there's the perception filter all the stuff we, we talked about there but then it goes further you know Riggsy is the bait within the trap he's, you know, he's there to attract and entice Clara and the Doctor into the situation. And then it kind of hones down. And each level, it's almost like, you know, you strip off, um, you know, the top part and you see something. Yeah, it's like yeah. layers of an onion or one of those P kind of metal pyramids bombs. where, you know, all the stuff mm. is kind of pared away, pared away, pared away until you're left down to the actual finite point of it, the singularity, which is that moment of horror when the Doctor sees that only his TARDIS key will fit that, and he knows right then this is yeah. a trap meant for him, and that not just Rixie, everything else in there, everyone, everything he's seen, everyone he's interacted with, they're yeah. just bait. Someone has been here again, and like you said, he's seen the Time Lord graphics, warning of you know this, this whole thing, which kind of answered the mystery, so he kind of knows that those yeah. guys are involved here somewhere, and it's just purely for him and then she asked for his yeah, um, that's it, yeah. and stuff don't she so you know I, I love that stuff and I, I also like just before you could bang start banging <laughs> on about Clara again right just let me have a minute right I like um, I forgot what I was going to say now I like the the, the meld of um, the, the kind mm. of contemporary stuff and uh, that's nice because it's another story that happens in contemporary London, which you know I was I was like like the war machines and and uh, you know stuff like that, and I like the I like the sciencey stuff in here as well. You know the idea of a, a 
the, the trap street and hidden behind it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of dimensional break or perception filter or whatever it is. You know, I, I think that's nice. And I love the fantasy element of this as well. You know, I think it's great that, you know, the whole idea of the, the quantum shade and, you know, personified by the raven. The raven obviously has, you know, lots of symbolism with death, you know, the, throughout history and literature and art. The, the raven is yeah. a symbol of death. There's no two ways about it. You see a raven, it's, yeah. it's your doom. Time is up, you know, the, the Edgar Allan Poe stories and everything else. So it's, it's always been there. And I love the fact that Sarah Dollard uses that and blends all these elements so well. Like you said, we've, we, you know, we've got the human side of things the, the, or the humanitarian side. You know, it's, there's so many elements, blend, mm-hmm. elements blended into this 40-odd minutes that, you know, it's surprising there's even time to show yeah. the death of Clara at the end of it. It's, it's, it's a really beautifully plotted, beautifully written, um, almost mm-hmm. leisurely story in a way. Everything just happens at a yeah, really does, nice angle. Yeah, it does, You know, and before you realise it, the tragedy mm-hmm. has already unfolded, you know, and we're, there's no mm-hmm. way out of this. It is ending the tragedy is not just for clara and it's a horrible tragedy it's it's not a good way for someone as deep as clara and who has that relationship which you said it's not a good yeah. way for her to go you know and the doc that's what the doctor's feeling she deserves better than this i, I think. think so yeah and and also so, lots of good stuff in here he and they then realize it's essentially a trap for him and you know like, you know Riggsy mm. was just bait and clara ends up becoming kind of collateral in this and and um you know it it, it was meant for him and, and it shouldn't have happened to her you know yeah uh, um so yeah but shielder made it happen she went she along did. with it didn't she and, you know for all all the doctors done all the yeah. rope he's given her the life that he extended all mm. right it was accidental but nonetheless you know and, and she turns around and yeah. she's done this and maybe she doesn't really know no, what she's I, done you get the feeling she but yeah, she had she a choice, get the doctor, like, like everyone yeah. you know, who does these things. Didn't mean she for Clara. Choice. And the tragedy of this is that she chose yeah, wrongly. She you have not chosen now, wisely. Um, talking of Ashilda, what, what do you think of the character and the performance by Maisie Williams? Uh, from your tone, I'm suggesting that you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love what, I, li- I, I like Maisie Williams in yeah. uh, in Game of Thrones. I think she's she's great in that. I think in this, I don't think there's no. an awful lot to the character, to be fair. And I think she she kind of struggles with the finding any real motivation for the character. I think in in the first, in, it was it the the girl yeah. who died. I think she's you know she's fine in that. I think the woman who lived is 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 where all the depth seems to have been taken out of her because and, and it must be. Must be difficult in a way because here's a woman who you know she can't remember uh, you know her brain cannot store yeah. everything that she remembers she so she diary, has this way of writing she? down things yeah she writes these journals and and then deletes mm. memories from her head in in some way so she can accept new you know new lives in in that way she becomes mm. a different person every few hundred years or, or whatever so there's a nice uh, setup there for this character to be a different person each time yeah. the Doctor and whoever meets her. Almost like yeah. the Doctor themselves, right? Because every time there's a regeneration, it's a sort of, you know, it's a slightly yeah. different take yeah. on the character. The Doctor's going to be a different person, a different dynamic, a different relationship with the people that they once knew. So there's there's an idea that a Shilda could almost mm. be like that. But it doesn't quite meet the mark in my opinion and I don't think Maisie Williams really does a great job of it by here it's almost like she's just kind of yeah. saying stuff 
just line by line because she doesn't really yeah. know where to go with it. And you know, and I love Maisie Williams. I, I think she's great. I just wonder if maybe there's just not enough character here for her to kind of work with. You know, she's, she's quite young. Yeah. She was when this was when this went out. You know, she doesn't have a huge amount of experience. So I don't know. You know yeah, maybe, I, I was maybe um, maybe it's all fine, never I that taken with with the character anyway uh, with the shoulder. You know, oh, weren't you? Yeah. So I, li- I like the character. I think it's the, the the character. She she's a yeah so as it's a concept because yeah. also there's she's good, but as yeah but as a character as someone you know who you know, I mean mm-hmm. what does she feel you know I mean she doesn't know what she feels we we sort of get a bit of an exploration about her character yeah. in in the woman who lived, but it's not it's I don't mm. find it very satisfying you know it doesn't really I, I don't buy it I think that's the thing it's 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 like you know it's a great idea that's kind of explored up to a certain level. And then, and then it's yeah. fritted away. It just becomes lost in a whole load of fluff I, um, and faff. And and when we see her here for yeah. the third time, there's there's not much no. really there. To yeah, it was it was go a good on. concept. And there's there's another sort of doctor parallel there, like mm. like you're saying, you know, she's sort of becoming a new person every time. You know, she has to kind of erase memories and stuff. Um, she was fun in the yeah. girl who uh, died. Is that, is that what it's called? In the woman the who lived, died. I thought the she was, lived. you know, yeah. like it was nothing special. Maybe I was bitter because uh, Jenna wasn't in that one much because she was poorly when they filmed that, so she she couldn't appear in it. Um, but I just so I, Jenna's I not care. in it. It's, yeah, like, it's dead care. to you. Is that what you're saying basically? Um, <laughs> wait till I get on to Heaven Sent. Um, <laughs> How can you watch Doctor Who now? Jenna's not in it. She's been <laughs> yeah. in it for years. I hate watching it now. Um, <laughs> but she, um, yeah, I, uh, it, particularly in Face of Raven, I, like you said, I just felt Maisie was just, just like reading lines, uh, and you know maybe mm. it was kind of deliberately supposed to be that she was quite sort of, you know, flat and emotionless because you know she's wiping her memories and has to remember stuff from her yeah, diaries. Maybe. But it, yeah, yeah, I, I mm. wasn't convinced by her uh, acting prowess, and um, you know. But she's a good actor. She's, well, I, yeah, I mean, she was really good in um, Game of Thrones, but you know, sometimes people get lucky, uh, and um, you know, we, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> sh- Mate, she would have been in all them, in all them episodes if she hadn't been out. Well, that's off. true, but maybe so you know speak. she uh, is is good at one type of thing, um, and I think you know she was kind of a big hot thing at this time. Oh my goodness, Maisie Williams! If you are listening to this podcast, thing. I apologise <laughs> to my friend here. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's totally enthralled to Jenna Coleman, and sadly, you're not Jenna, yeah. so I'm afraid it's, yeah. it's kind of dropped down. Uh, but, I mean, but I love it's you. Almost I think you're like, great. Um, you know. There's some people in this episode, uh, but I don't know who they are, what they do, what they call, what they say, and then there's Jenna. You know, <laughs> that's essentially <laughs> what it boils down to. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't. Um, I think that's called cognitive <laughs> it wasn't bias. Kind of that taken, uh, you know, by her. Anyway, mm. so yeah, this this for me is an episode that starts out a little bit of fun, turns a bit darker, uh, and then turns quite tragic. Mm. And um, tragic. you know, I've always enjoyed. Clara and, and Jenna and you know I'm still a huge fan of, of Clara and I long for um, you know a big finish uh, appearance one day um, you know there are as we will come to in time further adventures to have and there's other splinters and echoes to, to be explored as well so hopefully one day uh, those goodies will come to us so 
we've got a load of comments uh, from people about their thoughts on Clara uh, and Face the Raven, but why don't we uh, slap on some audio for now? And um, we've got uh, a couple of thoughts on the episode um, from Heather Crossley and uh, Joe Ford from Hamster with a Blunt Penknife. Face the Raven. I would say easily one of the best episodes of Doctor Who. I feel like I probably mm. say that about every episode, though, to be fair, but I do feel like it is easily one of the best episodes um, of Doctor Who, for sure. Um, legitimately upset, but I feel like when I first watched it, like, I remember being so angry, and it was like, why did they do that? Why did they do that? Why did they end, why did they end that like that? Why did they do that? And for so long, I was, like, so angry about it. Um, but now I feel like, like through time, like I've realised, like why they done what they done, and it was like to me, it's like so. As it's like so satisfying because it's like well, she basically goes on to become the first female doctor if you think about it, mm. and it's like do you know what she's got her tardis, she's got her companion, and it's like she's out there, and it's like it gives you hope that she will. Be I will be honest, I don't really feel like I want her to return as much as I used to, but um, it gives me mm -hmm. hope that we could get it, do you know what I mean? But, I mean, I totally face it even, 10 out of 10, amazing, just I've written about it, love it, and I'm actually surprised that I'm being so positive about it considering how much it used to annoy me. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. That's that's Brilliant. great. Thank so, you, Heather. Yeah, that's um, I, I see what Heather's saying there. You know, and and I think that's the sign of good, good, you know, writing, good performances that have connected with you when you really feel something about, uh, you know, what happens to a character. You know, and, and Heather said she she felt angry that that this had happened to Clara, um, but over time she. Come, come to realise or, or see that mm. you know I've probably said before. I think sometimes in in stuff we get not what we want, but what we need to create dramatic purpose and and you know move things along. And I think whilst it's you know awful that Clara died, uh, you know what it gave us, mm. uh, you know later for her and for the Doctor, you know was was worth it. And of course at the point. Well, it kind of drives the power for the next yeah, it, two it stories, does, yeah. it? So it drives the Doctor's yeah. motivation into the And um, I was going to say, as well, listening to Heather there, it reminded me of when this all mm. went out, um, thinking, oh, God, that's that's it. You know, Jenna's gone, Clara's dead. There's still two episodes. What You know, what's going to go on? And then remembering that there was photos of Jenna... Uh, filming at that diner in when she's in the blue waitress outfit, and they they were oh, you right. know pap shots or mm. whatever, and then thinking, oh, actually, hang on, just, well, may, we haven't seen we haven't that yet, seen so that maybe yet. there's a, a, a cameo yeah, or so dream or something. Coming. So knew she was coming back in some yeah. way, but didn't kind of know what what capacity um, or how. Yeah, or how? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's, that's great to hear. Like um, Heather's a huge fan of Jenna. Uh, she's she's been to see uh, Lemons that she did in London a number of times. I think she's met a few times and uh, mm. she uh, recommended that we check out Jackdaw that is a film she's in that's um, I think streaming now uh, so it's coming out on, I think it's on it Apple might be, TV yeah. I think isn't uh, it just, just can't 
Mm. Yeah, she's actually made me intrigued mm. yes, about that. I, so thank I, you, um, Heather. That looks quite interesting. I just, I should be um, checking that one out for sure. It's quite interesting what Heather was saying about um, mm. Clara being the first doctor because that was obviously a thing that was. I mean, we mentioned it when we talked about Flatline a few. Well, actually, yeah, quite yeah, a lot we of did episodes flatline, back, we did. didn't we? So, you know, that's like her kind of yeah. tester for, for being the doctor. And then she does. And, and like you say, she's becoming increasingly. She wants to. To mm. face the danger, she almost gets off on it, doesn't she? She's got, she gets yeah, like yeah, an she adrenaline does, you know, she, from you know from sort yeah. of throwing herself in there, and and, and then it goes a bit far away, hanging yeah, upside but down. She loves the TARDIS, still, but you know, um, yeah, and of course, of, of what happens at the end mm. when she flies off in a TARDIS on her own. But I'm not sure she's well from that perspective. Yeah, I can see she could be the first female Doctor, but I always thought the first female Doctor, as such, was was probably mm-hmm. Romana. Uh, the fourth Doctor's companion, and uh, particularly in the Horns of Naimon episode, because while Tom and um, you know the guys are having a, a, a doing just doing lots of lols between each other, um, Romana's off actually carrying the story with a sonic screwdriver, hopping between worlds, being a Time Lord, being a Doctor, doing what the Doctor does, and uh, yeah, well, the Doctor's just making fart jokes <laughs> with Graham Crowder. Well, I think um, you know so. Romana being a Time Lord as well, it would be sort of potentially natural that she becomes you know kind of doctor like mm. but for for clara being you know a human who's a mere, mere human, human. At, at this point anyway you know well yeah the impossible, impossible girl. girl and all the rest i mean she's already yeah. died twice yeah. so um, like we said you know it's a moffat thing um i don't know it's it's a good one Do you know i, I love mm. the tragedy of this as i've said but i, I think i'll tell you what kills it for me is um, I because I don't get and, and full respect to you and Heather and all the clients out there, say. you know. But I, I, I don't get <laughs> I don't get the emotional investment that you guys seem to get because I don't buy. I just I just don't buy Clara and. Do you know what, right? So it's almost like there are three different yeah. types of Clara, right? You've got the splinters, like the the the, the Oswin Oswalds and the, the governess and all that, that we, you know. And then you get actual Clara, right, with Matt Smith yeah. and everything else, right? And and then and then she dies at, at the end of Name of the Doctor and gets fractured yeah. and thrown throughout and everything else. And then we get Series Eight Clara with Danny Pink trying to have a, mm-hmm. an emotional relationship, trying to be like a normal human. Suddenly she's a school teacher. Okay, and um, you know, so it's, but the, you know, this is a different Clara mm. to who we've had. So who the fuck yeah. is she, really? You know, and it's almost like I'm restarting with yeah. somebody who looks like her, and and that might be intentional because of the whole splintery thing. Even though this is still mm. OG Clara, right? I guess. And then in series nine, we get a different Clara again. You know, this Clara without Danny Pink, post Danny Pink traumatic. You know, mm. trying to be more like the Doctor, trying to you know throwing herself out there. Maybe that's a post. Yeah. grief thing that she's kind of gr- going through because she doesn't have to think about Danny Pink and thankfully neither do we so that's all good but I, but by the time we get to but you know she just I just find it really difficult to engage with her as 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 a genuine mm. human character she's a great sci-fi concept again I get that and and I like what she you know what they've done with her throughout the doctor's lives it's it's a neat idea we haven't seen it before nice and original but I think, honestly, by this point, I think she's outstayed the length of her character. It's like they keep adding... It's like when you read a book and you get to the epilogue and you read the epilogue and you think, oh, okay, that's great. Or you get to the book and then you realise it's an epilogue and you think, okay, well, I can do the epilogue. Tells me what's happened later on, blah, blah, blah. Then you get to the end of the epilogue and there's like another epilogue. And you know, Okay, so that's fine. It's, you know, it's telling me something 
different now, but okay, that's fine. And then you think, right, that's the end of the book. No, wait, there's another epilogue, you know. Uh, okay. It's just like that. So it kind of waters down, for me, the original idea. So by the time Clara died, and I love the face of the because I think it's a great story, as I said. And I love the way she dies. I love the tragedy of it. I love the way Jenna plays it. I love the way Peter plays it. Everything. There's very little about this story that I dislike. Uh, very little and what I dislike about it isn't really worth mentioning but I think it's a beautiful brilliantly written brilliantly directed and played story but I have no emotional investment I don't care that she's died to be honest I love the way she does it with her arms outstretched and the smoke and the raven like I said but I just I honestly don't feel if, if it was somebody else if it had been a different companion of the Doctor who started at that season maybe and we'd grow, grown up with them in a very short space of time maybe but like she's already died twice she's now a completely different character twice removed from when we originally saw her there's no connection to Clara now to Clara when she started um, not even through any kind of natural career development it's all been foisted on her by plot and and you know the need to kind of do something different each season that's how I feel anyway so yeah sorry mate I just yeah I, I love the story but Clara at this point I just don't engage um, with it all. thanks for that um, let's talk <laughs> about Jeno again uh, <laughs> no, um, I do think that in series 7 uh, Clara is just sort of fun and bubbly mm. and you know uh, a, a kind of you know mm. av average companion by which I mean she just sort of does you know the things that companions do but, you know really nicely played by, by Jenna mm. and, and she's good with Matt um but it's more about the impossible girl than, than anything else. Um, and then I think... Which is really a kind it, of a it, cipher, she's, isn't it? She's you know, a puzzle. It's, 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 again, she's, yeah. she's like a shield there. She's like a yeah. sci-fi concept. You yeah. know, she's an idea there that's going to play out in some way. And it's almost like that has priority over any kind of character yeah, description. Yeah, I, I agree. So... Who, whoever whoever Clara's going to be, I feel, is actually yeah. just down to Jenna and how yeah, she wants I, to I play it. I think so. And then and, you know, she, the she had more to do else. in eight and then nine. I, I do feel there's a you know a, mm. a development across uh, eight and nine. You know, for for her and, and with uh, you know with Peter. Yeah, maybe yeah. across eight and nine. Yeah, if you take the whole Danny Pink thing, what, you yeah. know, what she's like before it and what she's like after it. I, and I Danny get dying. That, but, there, there doesn't, there, but it's like, but the name of the Doctor is yes, like a is, severing yeah. point. You know, that moment yeah. when she gets splintered through, and we get an, almost like a reborn, yeah. different. Clara, and I don't like think that's, um, that's not an un unreasonable uh, assessment. And I think with Danny Pink, you know, he, he pegs it and uh, you know, kind of pushes her to live a, a life mm. she wants a bit more. Wish she was. You know, he, was anyway. he was a wet he was blanket a as well. But you know. <laughs> that whole Sorry, time, I agree you with know, you. There, she, mate. She's lying to yeah. him. She wants to travel with the doctor, and, and you know that's mm. clearly. And he's just he just spends the time yeah. being whingy and, and needy, and yeah, and, and it's clearly she she wanted just, the, the, the mm. that sort of life that the doctor had, um, and then you know with with Jenna uh, in a, herself, you know she was going to leave at the end of series eight in last Christmas, 
and hence why she was old in that episode and um, you know that's how it was shot and that was the end and then she decided she wanted to stay on uh, and, and so they went back again in, in Last Christmas and kind of had her come back yeah I think that's the thing so then it's like yeah and then yeah. it's like an epilogue after an epilogue isn't it and that's maybe partly why I feel like mm. her character's kind and of done for me you know I point. was it was quite sad that um, sort of bittersweet with uh, the doctor there when she's old and you know he, he recognises us doing mm. all that um, and then when yeah, you know yeah. she yeah. becomes uh, you know young again and she's sticking around for oh, brilliant you know so so I, thought, I was oh, I was God. quite happy with that <laughs> um, did we have a, an audio from Joe uh, is, is this about yes face, let's is play face Joe, Raven? Joe Ford okay it is it is about face the Raven so yeah. here we go you ready for this okay strap yourselves down people this is a <laughs> this is a ride <laughs> Here we go. Well, hello there, Who Corner to Corner. It's Joe Ford here from Africa. Hi, Joe. Knife. Um, and I've got 90 seconds to tell you why I think Face the Raven is a very good episode of Doctor Who. Um, I think it has a really fun first half and a genuinely dramatic and sort of uneasy feel in the mm. second half, despite the fact that, oh, my God, after that bird um, is coming for a... It goes on forever. I mean, what is it with all these goodbyes and classic, uh, in New Who? It goes on forever, all these bloody speeches. Just kill her already. Um, I think I have a huge issue with Series 9 as a whole. I think it's too depressing. I think it's um, got sort of uh, a weird toxic codependency relationship between the regulars. Uh, I think mm. the wit is exhausted and generally speaking it's a bit of a depressing affair and this episode is actually quite fun and sparky for the most part with some fun dialogue and some fun interactions that's one of the reasons why I really really like it is that it's one of two bright spots in the otherwise very mundane and very dreary series 9 um, I mean it's miles ahead of the Yulman Fest that's coming next heaven sent and the oh blimey continuity <laughs> overload that is heaven bent heaven bent uh, hell bent uh, yeah hell bent thumbs up thanks Joe that's thumbs brilliant up from Joe. Uh, that's really interesting um, <coughs> what Joe said there because I've always felt as well that series nine uh, is, is quite a dark one um, you know you've got sleep no more Zygon uh, invasion version I don't think it's even yeah well, um, sorry and it <laughs> <laughs> you know, it started with series eight, and it and it did get progressively mm. darker. And um, you know, when you when you've got like um, death in heaven and, and dark water and stuff, you know, that's that's pretty. Uh, you know, the, the skeleton revealing water stuff. You know, um, and yeah. it's funny. Bearing in mind, I generally like more kind of you know optimistic type stuff. Mm. Uh, that I like these two series. Uh, over series ten uh, and and seven, mm. Do you? yeah, um, and I and I can understand why some people kind of switched off with it at this point. You know, it started to get complex, mm. you know, relatively with with Matt and and the puzzly elements, and then it got really quite dark, you know, here uh, and series eight and nine. I'd say it got really boring. Yeah, so that's interesting. Honest, maybe I, people I, just I, felt you know, that, I, you know, like you didn't really connect with Clara, and, and maybe other people didn't, you no, know. Um, no, I mean, Series A, I, I, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of Deep Breath, but, you know, it's all right. It's, it, you know, I think it's okay. I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll watch it. And despite a few episodes 
a few stories. I, it, I just and I just found the whole thing. Actually, I was really? waiting for something to happen, and it just never seemed to really get going. I thought Peter Capaldi was a great doctor. Come on, let's use him, you know. And he, and he would rise to everything that he was given and, and give it, you know, one hundred and ten percent, if that's even possible. But Capaldi did, and then and then. But I found that the stories just just did not engage me. In at all, and I thought, well, is this me? Have I actually now got oh, no, so tired of Doctor Who that it's just not doing it for me? And then Series Nine, yeah, I didn't find it. I mean, it is quite dark, um, but it's not. It's not no, dark. No, it's, dark. It's, it's yeah, it's that, really like depressing. Joseph, that's probably, and yeah. you know, and and despite starting off with with that, you know, some you either love it or that Marmite moment with Doctor Doctor Disco <laughs> on the tank, crashing a, a party in in, in medieval, yeah. whatever it is. You either love that or you hate it, mm. and I love it. I thought, okay, this is something now. We, we're going somewhere with this. Um, but again, it never. And the evilness of Missy, mm. I thought, was good, and we had mm. a good arc with her. But not really, nothing really. Not, you know, they they push the doctor into things, and and this is this is the only point here. I think at the end of this season where we start to see the doctor being really pushed, and 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 actually, it's one of the reasons I like these three stories because we see what. What the doctor will yeah, do when, he's pushed, when he yeah. when he is pushed yeah. into that place, so so we'll, we'll talk about mm-hmm. that, that more in, in the next one, and then series ten yeah, I kind of liked a little bit more because it's yeah. a bit of a reboot. So all the Clara stuff are gone, Jenna Coleman are gone. You know, goodbye, sorry, Jen, love you loads, but bye. You know, here's Bill Potts, she's a bit new, and whilst again I didn't think it quite rose to where it was going to be, it nonetheless dropped in some killer mm. memorable moments. You know, and and I and I love the the, the yeah, pyramid, I know you the do. Maybe trilogy, I should re- big revisit that. In the of that. Um, but um, but I'll, I'll yeah. love to do that one because. But again, it's, you know me, I I love the high concept stuff. You know, I don't necessarily engage with the character stuff all the time because I don't find it particularly convincing most of the time in Doctor Who. So I don't mm. usually worry about it. You know, it's all to me, it's all a little bit melodramatic. Until we get to mm-hmm. Jodie's era, and we see more grounded, mm-hmm. realistic type characters who are written just as yeah. the likes of us are. You know, nobody special. Because I don't buy that whole yeah. impossible girl thing. I don't buy the most important person in the universe with Donna. I don't really dig the mm-hmm. bad wolf and stuff like that. I don't. I don't. I don't think of it on human terms. These are kind of elevated, yeah. um, stylistic, almost cipher loaded mm. characters you know quotation fingers they're not they're not really characters they're they're mm. hyper realistic characters you know they're given special properties that take them beyond humans so that's why i find it difficult to kind of feel for jenna's uh, not jenna's she's fine clara's death yeah. in you know in face the raven but the style of it you know the the like Joe said, that bird when it comes for her. Great. Yeah, I mean, I really liked the you know uh, genuine human characteristics and traits of, of the Chibnall era characters. Um, you know, but, but mm. whereas yeah, other people find it really that's, boring. That's the beauty of you it. Know, all, which, you know, you know, which is fine. Um, that's, that's up to them. You know, because some people love yeah, all that yeah. stylized, heightened stuff and, yeah. and can relate to it. You know, yeah. more than I do. Which you know, and I'm not taking anything away from that. Yeah, I think it's great, and you know, if if if, if you're someone who, who who can feel like you, Jeff, you know, you feel Clara in a way that I don't, and just and I, and I probably, 
I think I'd always struggle with it, to be honest, you know, because of reasons. But, you know, I don't want to take anything away from your, no, no, from your well, love you, of no, that character. You, you, um, I'm just going to say, um, I'm just going to go through the episode run here. So, uh, Deep Breath, Banger, Into the Dalek, was all right. Uh, Robot of Sherwood, Banger, Listen, Banger. You know, sorry, just Into the Dalek, I've... Wait, wait, Into the Dalek, I've... I've watched it once, and every time I keep trying to watch it again, I, really? I fall asleep. This is not good, is it? I, I just want to get another. I wanted to start the Capaldi mm. stories again, just from a, you know, a little bit older yeah, now, maybe different, different, you know. Um, but I just can never quite get off the ground. So listen, listen, banger, Sorry, one. time iced, pretty yeah. good. But you do that, and I'll give okay. you. I'll give you my opinion as well. In 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 by by the medium okay, of right, sound, let's do that. Uh, caretaker. Banger. Kill the moon. <laughs> banger. <laughs> Mummy on the Road Express. Also a banger. Flatline. Massive banger. Uh, in the Forest of Night. I uh, might have to revisit that one. Dark Water. Banger. Death in Heaven. Banger. And then Last Christmas. Total banger. Magician's Apprentice. Total banger. Which is really a total banger. We are a lake. Total banger. Before the Flood. Banger. Girl Who Died. Uh, yeah. Sub banger, woman yeah. who lived, not a banger. Zygon invasion, yeah. total banger. Zygon inversion, Ooh, total banger. Yes. Sleep no more, Boom. total banger. Yeah. Face the raven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, total banger. Heaven sent, total banger. Hellbent, total banger. So, oh really? You're, you're a big yeah, fan my of um, overall well, assessment of mm. these two series is total banger. Um, as we as we will find out as we look at the next two stories, um, fandom becomes somewhat Incorrect. divided <laughs> here, I think. But we will um, we will discuss that. So you, you've got some feedback yes. from our Twitter um, followers, our ex followers. Uh, well, they are still followers. They're not. They haven't left. If that's what you mean by ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's whether they're ex um, or Twitter. Do we have any other audios to play? I know there's more, but are they? Um, there's a few more okay. heaven sent things, um, so maybe let's keep those okay. as we're sort of getting towards All right, time limit. Um, so let's go through here. Um, so Ian Banks, this is about Face the Raven. Uh, Ian Banks, who's at Stuff Ian likes, says the idea of the Trap Street would have made it a great standalone episode by itself, but the addition of the comparatively mm. low stakes saving Rigsy, which then escalate into Clara being killed and the Doctor being sent into the confession dial, make it far more exciting. Um, Nicholas Moore, who's at Nicholas Moore 1, perhaps? I can't see it all. Uh, oh, 16, sorry. Uh, literally just rewatched this one for the first time in years last night. It's actually pretty mm. weak, I feel. The premise is interesting on paper, Ooh. but it feels purely like a setup story mm. that exists to fill an episode slot and get over the plot point and sets up the next pair. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's sort of along it, the lines yeah, of uh, what you said. Um, JWC. But I think it does stand yeah. up on its own, actually. You know, you can imagine if it ended differently, perhaps with the Doctor flying off in the TARDIS, mm. then, yeah, it would still be yeah. the same story. Uh, JWC reviews, it's hugely convoluted, all that overly complicated setup just to capture the Doctor. That's true. <laughs> um, it's a good story, but the revelation at the end that, that it was all a Time Lord plot mm. just to capture the Doctor detracted from it, it would have been a great standalone story on merit alone. Uh, Mark's Teg, who's at Alid Gwyn Williams, says uh, Face to Raven was the perfect end for Clara. Bringing her back undid the tragedy of it for the sake of a happily ever after that didn't mm. work. We will well, talk about that. <coughs> spoiler alert, Alid, it worked for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. we don't need to talk about it then because Jeff just sums <laughs> it up right there. 
Don't worry, listeners. I'll, I've got uh, your backs. CSO yeah. Fringe uh, <laughs> says, appears to be a standalone episode. <laughs> CSO Fringe, um, I love Appears that. to be a That's standalone brilliant. episode which would handily resolve the me plot so that me takes Clara's place given that it's me who had the arrangement with the raven and is, it, and is immortal. So it wrong foots you by actually... Uh, killing off Clara, who then isn't dead, but also is. Um, I've just seen one here. Sorry, I missed this one from uh, Sacketates. You're leaving out sleep no more. Uh, mm. I'll have to comment and say we've already done that. Uh, Ad, we have done. We sleep have done no this more. one. Uh, Adam mm. Lane says brilliant three parts, just ruined by Moff's happy ending fetish. <laughs> uh, she should have gone straight back to die at the end of the ep. Her being alive practically forever literally undoes the entire. Episode 12 would never have to go too far and try. Yeah. But we don't know that yet because no, we, we haven't, haven't watched the other two. So. So. Uh, mm. And then a few comments uh, about Clara here. We had uh, 38 comments here, which was uh, fantastic, really. Um, so I'll just, I'll just read a few of these and I'll do more uh, next time. Uh, April mm. Anxiety says, I wasn't keen on her first time around, but I get the relationship more on a second watch, especially knowing where Danny fitted in. I think she got a watered-down version of Ace's storyline to get trained to be a Time Lord, sort of. Oh, yes, good points. Um, yeah, absolutely. That was where the whole training for a time, I mean, it was kind of after the series had finished. But there was always mm. that intention, apparently, to kind of make her into a, you know, sort of trainee Time Lord, or the Doctor was going to put her for that. But we did see some of that in Death Comes to Time, I yeah. think. But, mm, interesting. Yeah, good point. I never thought of that. I should have thought of that. Uh, point, Eduardo M. Freyer I says, She was a decent companion, <laughs> but her arcs needed work, especially the Impossible Girl. Um, there were, there many, were many arcs, arcs yeah. Um, Joe Ford says Clara lacks consistent characterization or a likable personality. Mm. Why must you hurt me, Joe? Uh, Jenna is a good actress, <laughs> but saddled with a poorly thought-through, smug, condescending um, character that irritatingly flirts with one doctor and has a toxic yeah. relationship with the other. Um, I'm going to like that. Yeah, which, I, know exactly uh, I like where Joe coming lot, from, but uh, mm. I I don't agree with that. He's he's right. Well, I, you know, more stories than. The not I found it just yeah smug. That's a good one. Mm. Smug and condescending. I mean that. I mean nobody's perfect, right? We've all we've all got some kind of fatal yeah. flaw or something that we have. And 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 actually, I kind of like the fact that she was smug and condescending because it made her yeah. not a perfect person. You know, she could so easily have just been written like she's the ultimate mm. goddess woman or whatever. You know, and just brilliant at everything. But giving her that sort of Look, Toxic Edge was great. Ignore whatever <laughs> Jeff's going to say now, because it's going to be massively biased. She by is the love. ultimate goddess woman. I met Jenna at say? the uh, 50th celebration. Moving on, actually. Uh, tiny, tiny, and lovely. Who's next? Um, but, so, but, but Joe's comments there. This is one of the things that I, I like. I like. You know, we we all have different thoughts and views, and as long as we're respectful and stuff, mm. uh, you know, it's absolutely fine. But Clara is smug and condescending. Anyway. <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you just she obviously is. love that, or you but just I think, ignore it. Like you just said, that one of the things that I enjoy here with, with the character is mm. that, you know, she's not the, um, you know, uh, you know, perfect. Yeah. And there's it gives her more, more dimension. Yeah. 
Um, Space, who's at 13th Doctor, underscore, underscore, says, I adore Clara. I'd love a Clara big finish box set. Me too. Uh, I love her confidence in her chaos, uh, and I'd love to see her as the lead of her mm-hmm. own stories. Uh, James Sylvester, who's James Sylvester 1, says, Clara is one of my all-time favourite companions. I wasn't too taken with the Impossible Girl arc, but the depth of the the relationship Mm. between her and 12 was, for me, the most intense love affair of the show, even beyond River, Rose and Joe. They were soulmates. Uh, And you know what, James? You ain't wrong there. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Did he say Joe? Joe Grant? Did he mean Joe? Did he say Joe? All right, no, that's one for another time. One, then. Sorry, I think you were doing fine <laughs> until that, but you almost got away with it. But uh, right. everyone's entitled to um, their opinion, right? You know, that's what we always say. But I'm afraid when it comes to Joe Grant, you're wrong. Uh, I'm going to read two more and save the others for another time. <laughs> uh, Paul Quinn says the greatest companion in in New Who and one of the greatest companions of all time. Coleman gives her all, even with some crappy scripts, but that's indicative of the fact she's one of the (laughs) greatest actors of her generation. And you know what? I I don't think Paul's wrong there. And, um, you know, said earlier about some of the stuff Jenna's done, which is great. And I kind of feel like, you know, she should be bigger than she is along the lines mm. of Karen Gillan but maybe she doesn't want to be doing yeah, that maybe yeah. she you know she does a bit of theatre mm. and you know kind of much more dramatic uh, you know work that's not kind of big blockbustery stuff but you know Karen still um, you know moves from that world to you know indie stuff that she directs and, and stars in and mm. kind of covers the best of, of both worlds really um, and our pal Mestel the Magnificent says absolutely dreadful I said to some younger fans who attended a film club I was in at the time that Moffat may as well have renamed the program Clara, as it sure as Sutek <laughs> wasn't Doctor Who, and they agreed. Tedious and irrelevant. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's not a fan not, of New no, Who, is he? Of Mestel, bless him. We we, we, we have, have tried. tried to bring him on board and, and show him the light, but yeah. he's, he's not having it. And yeah. you know. Yeah, but, we'll do but it. We'll right. love you anyway. Zero Still against here. you there. Um, and then there's a couple more here that <laughs> I've just come in while we've been chatting. I don't know. He's not a fan of Warrior's Gate, which I'm not happy about. Um, oh, so, uh, Percy uh, says, I think this is too late. Well, it's, it's not uh, too late because we're reading this as we're chatting. It's never too um, late. But I feel like I'm the only person in the fandom that hates her. Jeez, Percy, I should have proofread this one before I read it out. Shouldn't I? Uh, <laughs> Smuggle that well, one in. Uh, as you can perhaps see, you're, you're not yeah. uh, probably alone in that. Um, in terms of the story, she works perfectly, but she's a total dick. OMG! Mm. <laughs> there are so many things that grate on me. Uh, I'm going to give. Uh, which is the story where she's she's clinging to the TARDIS? Oh, um, Ta- time day of the doctor. Of the doctor. When she gets thrown oh, through the vortex. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's on the outside. Yeah. Matt Smith's last, yes. the 11th Doctor's yeah. regen story, and she's thrown through the vortex, literally yeah. clinging onto the outside of the TARDIS. Um, oh, there's one more here. Gareth mm. Bowley. Uh, Just stretches the bounds of credibility even more. Uh, I think. Dreadful. Sorry, the character yeah. for her is around her puzzle of existence for the Doctor, not much else on her, and as a result, she feels superfluous for two years as they suddenly tack on attempts to make her... Yeah, superfluous. Uh, I genuinely cheered at the end of Raven. Well... Are you sure you yeah, wanted to read right. these out? Did you not prove I'm, I'm these going before? Back to the, uh, <laughs> I got to them. Here we go. Uh, 
Max Norton says, my favourite companion. Jenna is a brilliant actress and her dynamic with Capaldi is my favourite of the whole show with Peter being my favourite Doctor. And Amy, Spencer Tracy fan, says she's my favourite companion. Her dynamic with the Doctor is my favourite. Uh, her relationship with Twelve is one of the deepest and most complex, I think. And I think her arc is one of the most interesting and unique. Yes, Amy. So I'd mm-hmm. just like to say I'm uh, an equal opportunity uh, Clara-ist by having somebody like it. An equal <laughs> no, opportunity Clara-ist. That's, that's going to be your repertoire despite, for this episode um, of walking into a couple of uh, tweets there for people who don't like it. I've Thought still read them out and I'm given that and uh, I, I respect well done, people's I'm, views. I'm so um, I think that's probably the end of uh, Face to Raven, part one of The Death of Clara. Um, so we will mm. be back very soon with uh, Heaven Sent, um, and I believe we have some Looking audios for that, and uh, there's a few tweets about that as well. We do. We could, we could do the few more yeah. audios if anybody's out there yes. wants to chuck please, them in. Please do. Please yeah. do. Was it yeah. Speakpipe? Speakpipe.com slash who C2C. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. We'll have the link yes. on our socials anyway. Not on YouTube, because as soon as you put a link on YouTube, you're banned for oh, really? life. So obviously okay, that's not let's, a done let's thing, not is do it? that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Don't do that. I'm going to go thing. now. Uh, this, no, I'm, I'm not going to so I'm going to go now and think about Clara. <laughs> uh, that's no idea. Uh, 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 this, is a, this is a different episode, and frankly, just make sure you turn <laughs> off your webcam this time, Jeff, because nobody needs to see that again, frankly. Dear listeners, thank you for staying with us through <laughs> um, through Jeff's Clara yeah. Love Fest. As I attempted to bring some kind of um, you know deep discussion about the episode, I am I think I failed. But nonetheless, for a champion of Clara in this episode, where it's worthwhile talking about it because you know this is where she kind of comes to an end. It, it really, is really, yeah. So yeah, um, so yes. So big, big, big kudos, my good friend here, Jeff, there for flying the Clara flag and singing a love. And do you know what, mate? Oh, I thanks. respect that. Appreciate that. Right there. That's there. Uh, more to you come. Know. No worries. <laughs> Listeners, watchers, thank you for joining us. Do be sure to tune in next time when we talk about Heaven Sent, because that's an episode yep. that gets that's, people talking, one yep. way or another, for sure. TTF, man. Anyway, ta-ta for now. Bye.